You're now listening to Shot vs. Smiles. This is episode two of Shy vs. Smiles. That may seem confusing to a few, but this is a rebrand. But I will let Josh explain that to you guys real quick. Uh, well, you know, across all platforms, um, we, we've had 100 episodes. 100 episodes. 100. We've got 100 episodes. I'm excited for 100 episodes. I don't know if Shad's excited about 100 episodes across all. I'm never excited. I'm never excited. I'm not excited till I get that championship. So I'm not excited. I just got 100 of them things under my belt, under our belt. The the team. What if some some money came and said, hey, we're only looking for people who have 100 episodes? Then you know I'm happy then. Oh, but but they say you didn't sound excited on your 100 episode. They'd be like, you would have sounded excited. Like we would have offered you some money. I'm mad excited. I'm smiling. I'm jumping through the air. <laughs> remember when? Remember when Kobe um jumped on top of the announce table, and he yep. started putting up five. That's me right now. Yep. Look at my team. Look at my team. We did it. A hundred. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of folks don't make it to a, a, a hundred episodes. So shout out to the people who got a uh, hundred more episodes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, out in the, in this podcast game, when a lot of niggas stop, they change. They one reason or another, they don't go past 10 episodes. Some people only have one episode, you know what I'm saying? So just to get this far is actually a, a major accomplishment. I don't care if it is across three different podcasts and four different podcasts, five different podcasts, six different podcasts on one it's streaming platform or whatever. It's 100 total. So that's a that's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of talking. There it is. A lot of talking. But now to be real with you, it is um very exciting. Again, um shout out to um my right hand man, my man fifty grand, um Josh, aka Smiles, for making sure that we stayed consistent enough to have a hundred, whether you just listen to music impulse, whether you listen to Shy versus Smiles, whether you listen to the uh first product we ever gave y'all, which is the Uncorvin podcast. I appreciate well, it. This is the first episode you're ever listening to of us in general. <laughs> there it is. So, I mean, that's for the first time listeners and the last time listeners. You know what I'm saying? There it is. But now that's the whole thing right there. Um, me and uh, Josh had many of conversations where we didn't think we was gonna make it through t- ten episodes or twelve episodes of anything <laughs> that we did. So the fact that we got a hundred under our belt. Um, as a collective, is pretty dope. Um, again, you're probably confused. How is there a Shy versus Smiles episode two when there is a episode 13, 14, 15, 17, 18, 19, 20? <laughs> but again, there was a show called the Uncle of a Podcast. It is no longer, it is defunct, as they say in the business world. That company is no more. That league is no more. So now it's just Shy versus Smiles, Music Impulse. And like I said, I'm going to be periodically doing my offset solo show 
So, you know, again, if when that gets consistent, then that'll be show number three. So if you know any guests that want to talk to your boy for just 30 minutes to an hour, let me know. We're gonna keep it going. But anywho, like I said, we could pat ourselves on the back. Uh me and this young man work very hard. So a hundred, we're gonna have a hundred more. Trust me. It's definitely gonna be a hundred more. Um, music impulse, shot versus smiles, whatever, what have you. We're gonna keep cracking these suckers out. So that's just what it is. So First things first, now that we got that out the way, it's your boy, Shad, a.k.a. Shad Davisky, a.k.a. the mayor of Oak Cliff. And now for the man that gave me that moniker. And shout out to everybody that's been calling me that because, again, when it was just Josh calling me that, I didn't really feel it. But now that other people are calling me that, it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good because when I, when I really get to that point to where it's official like a referee, yeah, I'm going to put on for the cliff in a major way. Believe that, because I love major where I'm from. Shout out to Highland Hills, where I grew up at. I still go to the house where my granny stay. Believe that, 75241. Um, again, the man that gave me that name, introduce yourself. Yeah, it's your boy Josh, a.k.a. Smiles, a.k.a. the hip-hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. LaJosh James, a.k.a. Snacks McGee. And that fool will pull out the strawberry milk and the cheeses on you. I like I'm snacking right now. There it is. So first thing first, Jermaine Cole. Um, Mr. Jermaine. The, the Cole. Oh. Yes, sir. Really came out with the album for real, for real. No cap this time. No cap in this rap. Um, came out with what was the name of the album again? I don't remember. What was it's it? It's called The Real is Back, The Veal is Back, aka It's the Off Season. It's just the this off is, season. This is just warm. This is just warm ups. This is just him working out during the off season. This whole rollout has been incredible. We've already talked about this. Um, first of all, shout out to his collab with Puma, the dreamer. No, I don't have a pair yet i'm going to get a pair but i have been collecting my last few pair of kobe nikes um <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later but yeah i mean he started with that i mean he has another shoe already with him i think the dreamer 2 it's called um then you just segue into the whole rollout of this album the documentary the Power 106 freestyle with the LA Leakers. And then today, he played his first professional game. Yeah. Uh, I saw some snippets and everything, some some highlights from it. But uh, did you watch the game? Yes, I did. Because I, I knew I'd have to talk about it. It was good. I mean, he wasn't like the best player out there. No, no knock to call. He's 36 years old. One, two. You know what I'm saying? It was his first game. So I wasn't expecting like a triple double. I wasn't expecting him to go off like the Brody Westbrook, you know what I'm saying? So, he had 3 3 and 2, 3 points. Uh he had one basically it was a clean up. He um laid it in. He had a foul shot. That was three points right there. Um again, three rebounds and two assists. One assist is pretty much going kind of viral right now where basically he got the ball 
threw it behind him, got to the guy, and the guy put it in the basket. That's one of his um assists right there. So oh, yeah. I saw that one. Uh, Eve had retweeted that because somebody was like, "Like what another dime?" And he was like, "Another dime." Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he clean. Like I said, a lot of his stuff was just him cleaning up. And that was pretty. I mean, like I said, that was good enough. You need those kind of guys in the league. But yeah, um, the Patriots won. So like eighty three to sixty or some shit like that. Yeah. So basically, you know, look at his stat line. You're like, ah, it wasn't that impressive. But J Cole is so far one and zero in the African League. So shout out to him. Yep. And then uh, I know I, I was also. Checking out besides the highlights and stuff, I also checked out his his KD po- the KD the uh, episode he did on KD's podcast. I was to that this morning. That was that was pretty dope. Just listen to them talk about basketball and the album and whatnot. Uh, he was talking about how he injured himself. I think he said when he was like thirty four or whatever, because that's when he really was like, oh, I'm about to really try this thing. Because when he signed his record deal back in the day, he was like, yo, I feel like I could really do this whole record deal and basketball things so he said i think it was like yeah like 33 34 he, he that's when he really got into the mindset that yeah i'm gonna really try this thing at being pro he got in he, he got injured in a in a pickup game he he said at like uh fitness connection or like lifestyle gym or some shit or whatever yeah and can you get i remember that I, I, I bet you can guess uh who he said he, he called to um um help him figure out uh a guy to help him play. Aubrey? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> because we're going to, again. No, look, he, he didn't He didn't call Aubrey. He didn't call Aubrey. The one, one basketball player, you, you know, he, he he called to to, to uh, get somebody to help him out. His best the friend. One that I, the only one that I know that he knows is my boy, June, Dennis Smith Jr., yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like he was like I called Junior. He was like Dennis Smith Junior for the, the uh, those that don't know who, and he hooked him up with somebody, some dude in New York. He hit the dude in New York, started working out with him. He was like, yeah, and I wasn't trying to tell him at first what my plans was. He just thought I was just trying to get in, you know, in shape and work out or whatever. Just you know, get 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 my get like basketball shape or whatever. He's like, after a few sessions, he's like, I just was honest with him. I was like, hey. No, I'm trying to like get in shape where I can go pro. And he said, "Dude, didn't laugh it off or nothing." He was just like, "Okay, I got you. Let's do I mean, that." Cause June the real one. Um, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, from, from the few interactions I've had with that man." But yeah, yeah. So, so he said the one coach that uh, did this with Junior hooked him up with him was like, "All right, I'll work with you." But then he got injured. He said then he didn't play basketball for like a year and a half. He was like, "So it was like, damn." You really couldn't play when you was in like twenty seven, and like and then you get injured now, and it's like you're thirty four now, and it's like, bro, like you ain't played in a year and a half because of his ankle. And then he said he did go over to Germany, and he actually had the same surgery that Kobe had. He, he saw the same doctor and everything. Uh, he said Jay Brown from Rock Nation is the one who gave him the inspiration to go do it. it. Was like, yo, why don't you go have that surgery? He said he had that surgery. Everything's been better now, and so now here we are, thirty six years old. Playing pro. Man, what's funny about that is like what a few months to a year prior. Um supposedly he had like a trial with Detroit with the Pistons. Oh yeah, yeah. I do and remember. Folks that. was really like hot about that. And I'm like, 
the man actually has a basketball background. It's not like one day J. Cole woke up and was like, hey, I'm going to try to play basketball like Master P. It was really a thing of this was originally what he did. Yep. The man uh, had been playing since, like, forever. So, you know, he was on his high school team. Mm. I believe he played temporarily for St. John's, I believe. Yeah. He actually uh, spoke on that one, too, for St. John's. He said he made it to the second day of trials, but he said the thing that didn't make him go to the second day of trials was uh, he started thinking about the fact that there was, he was seeing other guys that were on the team getting up four or five o'clock in the morning to go work out, not going out to have fun, not hitting the clubs or whatever. They were just so focused. And he, he said he really sat there and thought about, I've been going out, having fun, kicking it, and these guys are actually spending the time to get up early and all that. And he said he really just really figured out, nah, this is not for me because I'm not that focused. I'm not that focused in on basketball right now. And he said that if he really focused in like the other guys were who were clearly, he said, were better than him or he th- that he thought he could have been better than, he would have not done rap. He would have not been focused on trying to be a rapper. He would have started switching to focus on being a basketball player, and that was not his main reason for coming to New York. Basically, the NCAA's loss was hip-hop's game. So, hey, I'm glad he had that awakening now instead of becoming a, I don't know, Jules, a.k.a. Allen Iverson type individual <laughs> to where he was a ball player, and then it was like, we supposed to take him seriously as a rapper, so... You know, shout out to J. Cole for that. So, mm-hmm. so speaking of J. Cole, Dreamville, and all of that, let's talk about some of the best labels in music currently. Oh, yeah, because, you know, uh, this this past week, uh, I happened to see the, the video for the, the label LVRN. You, you know who LVRN is, right, Shot? Nah, school me. Put me on. Uh well, EVRN is the label that uh Black is signed to. Our guy Westside Boogie signed to. Uh, All right. BRS Cash, you know, throw baby. Uh, he signed to LVRN. Summer Walker, the 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 uh, amazing talented Summer Walker. Uh, right. and then I, and then our guy Drum, he just signed a management deal with them. Hey. And as as well as um. Division just uh, signed a, a, a management deal with them because I yeah, uh I've got who's all managed and actually signed to them as artists or whatever. But uh, they just dropped a recent freestyle uh, with Rap Caviar. It features their artists. Uh, well, it was Black on there. Boogie was on there. They got an artist on B Bloodbath. Think that's a chick? I think it was a chick. I'm pretty sure it's. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm so I'm so sorry if that really is a dude or not. I haven't done my research onto who OMB Bloodbath is, but I think it's a chick. Uh, from Houston, uh, from Cleveland, they got an artist named Noonie versus Everybody. Uh, BRS Cash. Hey, you there. said from. Wait a minute, you said from Cleveland, right? Yep. Uh, you know what I got to do every time you talk about Ohio. Where you from, my man? Not Cleveland. Obviously, you're not from Cleveland, but where are you from in Ohio, man? Oh, the, the AK Ron, AK Roddy, 330 all day. There you go. Just let people know you're from Ohio, man. So keep going. 
but yeah, then uh, they got their, their DJ. Uh, her name is uh, Kitty Cash. She, she's also in the video. But um, basically, it was just surprising. That I was like, yo, once you really sit there and think about it, they got some talent over there. I, I know you, it was just a, free, a freestyle. I was just, I was just surprised. I was like, okay, they, they got, they got some, some folks over there. Uh, I know ju- they got a, the dude Justice. I think he's like an A and R or something or CEO. I don't know what he is for LVRN. Which, for those that don't know, LVRN it, it stands for Love Renaissance, whatever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> But the sense or whatever. That's that that's the motto. All right, I bet. Yeah. But the fact that, that they got a lot of talent over there that they all for the most part they making some noise. Black making some noise. Boogie, he out there killing niggas on the lyrical side. Facts. Everybody know what throat baby then did, uh, especially if we would have <laughs> been outside. <laughs> if I was outside, it would have been some problem. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, Dom just came back with a, a great R&B album, Summer Walker. We know what Summer Summer do. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like in Division, they them being signed to Drake, and then they had a great last album. That was one of my favorite albums of last year. Got check out our episode that we did about that. But it's just like, yo, LVRN is really doing they damn thing. So I just started to think about what other uh labels are really doing their thing right now besides LVRN, which also made me think of Yogati's CMG label. He's yeah. doing he's doing his thing, you know, got uh Moneybag Yo, he got ESTG. Um oh, but you know my favorite one is recently, um especially after Slime Language what was that Slime Language 2 yeah. came out. You know, I like those cats. I like those youngers over there. Yeah, so I was like, "Yo, some some lab- some, some some nice young labels doing their thing." You know, uh, uh, QC they still doing their thing. You know, with, with Migos and uh, is Cardi B still signed? I think she's still signed to him as as management or whatever. I think. Um, I don't. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know either. To quality, um, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but uh, it's just like what what else? Because. You know, back in the day, at least a few years ago, we thought like M- MMG was doing the thing. We got J. Cole with Dreamville. They they out here still doing their thing, especially off of Revenge of the, the Dreamers 3. Uh, TDE, even though they disappointed us by not dropping a Kendrick or a Scissor album, you know, they still kind of doing their thing. I but, mean, as long as they have cultural importance, TDE yeah. will be undefeated. I mean, like like I said, Reason and all those guys, I'm like, eh. But <laughs> reason, as long as reason is nice, but he just seems like a lower version of a J Rock. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know what? And I actually like J Rock. So I was like, and I was like, saying yeah, something. Like, that's saying something. That's saying something. Because like, you if can't I be you, him, I'm gonna choose J Rock. <laughs> you can't be him. You can't be on his level. <laughs> He's right there. You can't be right there. Because you know, like I said, uh, I'm pretty much gonna give y'all a foreshadowing of an episode but uh you already know like out of the west um it's like k-dot mozzie um man i'm still i just now put you on the j stone i thought you was already on mm, we got we got it's another thunderstorm. yeah it's a tornado it's yeah i got that i get those via email and i get those via 
Like, see? Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. Yeah, I get those for you. If y'all in Dallas, Texas, y'all know we're recording this on Sunday, and the way this rain is coming down, <laughs> y'all see, the, yeah, it's it's crazy out here in these streets. I'm about to give you the weirdest scenario. Like every time I like see hard rain, I think about Left 4 Dead. <laughs> that was actually a level called Hard Rain, and it was raining the whole time. He was killing those zombies. <laughs> so that's what I always think about every time I rain. Through. I'm like, here it comes. That zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it's hard rain. I know. But anyway, uh, back back to what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, like TDE is always gonna have some kind of cultural reference. The only thing I'm disappointed in with K Dot is how are you releasing all those shoes with Nike and then you just stop. I was really like getting those shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was really collecting those Cortezes. Um, but anyway, uh man, who else? Like I said, MMG. We're biased on MMG. We're biased on MMG. Speaking of like, yeah. we talked about freestyles earlier. Uh, Meek's Lemon Pepper Freestyle has been on rotation probably for like a good week. I don't oh, think yeah. it's been out that long. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's going to be the new freestyle that everybody's rapping to because Earth Gang, that's what they end up dropping the other they day. They end up dropping one too, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yo, that... Oh, which kind of real quick, what, what are your thoughts on this possible... Meek Mill having issues with MMG, want to leave Rick Ross. Them. <sighs> what are your What are your thoughts on this? First of all, um, recipes, little Snoop, because if there was ever a time he was gonna have have a segue to leave MMG, with just and just run with G- Dream Chasers, yeah, that was gonna be his opportunity right there. Um, but. Yeah, for me right now, I haven't seen anything that looked out of the ordinary. To me, that's just YouTube fire. Them just some viral videos to me right now. <laughs> I haven't seen anything yeah. real crazy. So until like you just start seeing like raw, you start seeing Ross talking reckless, or maybe Wale. Like, even Wale was like, if you looked in the comments for Cole and me, Wale's like, those are my guys right there. Yeah, he still he still been talking to us. So until I see some real, like, real dissolve of MMG like that of me just breaking off, I'm not gonna read too much into it. But you know, it happens with business. Period. It doesn't all you know. It doesn't always go quite how you figure it's gonna go. Yeah. Um, like so pretty much that's how I feel about that. It might be something. It might be a little misunderstanding that could be resolved, or it might just be because Dream Chasers. I mean, he can pretty much run on his own now. Me got his own name, got his name big enough to where he can do that. So yeah, and I know uh, he was talking about at least last year. He was somehow they about to drop a Dream Chasers project, and I'm like, hey, I'm actually looking forward to hearing a, a Dream Chasers project and see the. Little young bugs, the young bulls, as he calls them. That he got the young bulls. Shout on, out to, that's on Philly slang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why people laugh when I call people young bull. I say it's, it's it's like beside me. I was like some Philly cats used to always say that to the point I added that to my lingo. That and jit from all my Floridians that I know. <laughs> that's why I call kids now, man. I call them either young bull or jits. I'm sorry, y'all. That's just <laughs> that remind me. I was actually listening to uh, Mandy's podcast uh, that she that she got. Um, 
And uh, she she said she's like, yeah, I'm a little jit. And um, what's her name? Um, that she do the podcast with the sing. Uh, can't think of her name. Uh, but you know, on uh J- Joe's network. Uh, she was someone like, yeah. Like, uh, ever since I was a little jit, and they're like, oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> And I'm like, Jit ain't nothing but a kid, bro. Like, look, yeah, ain't nothing but young. That's a shorty. Yeah, that's a shorty do wop. Ain't nothing. She was like, y'all know what a little Jit is? They're like, yeah, no, we don't know what you talking about, uh, Mandy. She was like, a Jit. That's a, that's a kid. But uh, yeah, see, the thing is, podcast with her and Bridget Kelly. Okay. But yeah, it was just funny because she was like. Oh, that's Florida talk, like because she's she like, I'm from Florida, so she's like, Yeah, a little jit. Yeah, like, I'm, just talking, I'm just talking about a kid. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Ever since I was a little jit, ever since I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, them lingo, but yes, but yeah, I'm ready for Dream Chasers to actually because he's been shouting out Dream Chasers, and again, I kind of lost translation with them after little Snoop passed. Yeah, I was like, he was so dope. I kind of was like, man, stick with MMG, dog. Like, because the one who's going to put you over is gone. And that's still sad. But, um, yeah, yeah he, I'm he, happy he, to see. Dream Chester's deal, too. Like, what, last year with Rock Nation? Yeah. So, yep. you know, I was anticipating more a little Snoop rather than just what the Dream Chasers label was going to do. Um, but again, <laughs> so um, so yeah, I'm going to be listening to this like I do most projects with a fine tooth comb. Um, <laughs> so if somebody is poo on Dream Chasers, trust me, we will be back on this show talking about how that man is trash, how that young man, how that young bull is doo doo water. Um, but so far, you like, yeah, I said, uh, maybe, maybe you should not have signed him. He ain't it, boy. <laughs> you ain't doing it like all money in, dog, because everybody on all. That's the thing. Speaking of uh, labels, this is just my favorite. This ain't because Nip's no longer with us, but I was just randomly talking to Josh. What was that yesterday, day before? Yeah. About Jade Stone. And I was like, nah, Jay Stone go hard. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, um, Pac Man, uh, I think that's his name, Pac Man the Gun Man or something like that. Uh over there. Oh, I actually just seen his name the other day on on there's he had made like a post about being a father, about being a single father. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he all money in. Yeah, that's all money in too. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm like, yeah, all money in was actually pretty dope. Um, outside of just Nip, like I said, you go listen to um Jay Stone's projects, they're all fire. Maybe that's my West Coast bias, but I like them. B Selection Superb again, that man could spit. I love every time him and Nip got on the mic together, it was magic. So that's just me. But speaking of friendships and business, um, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna let y'all know that's on the docket. But I want to see where uh, Josh want to go with this. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I want to talk about. It. I'm like, but I don't know what you meant by that, because well, kind of, I want uh, to. <laughs> my you know, perception of that is different from yours, so I'm like, I'm gonna let you start, and then I'm like, that, all right, so like, this is my what, observation. That's uh, why I want to know that because we're shot versus smiles. We're not gonna always. 
agree on everything. And then I was like, like I said, for those that don't know, I've I've talked on about it on uh in our workers recently and also the new episode of um inebriated genius that should should be out right right now because I recorded it yesterday. So by the time y'all hear this episode is already be out. But you know, Joe Button podcast, they went through their issues or whatever. Didn't record together for like six, eight weeks. You know, well, at least Rory and Maul weren't there. And like I said, on, on those uh, other podcasts, that is what kind of spurred the breakup of the Uncool Urban podcast. Um, Because, you know. Excuse me. I'm going to say it one more time. Unbeknownst to me. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, the, that's what spurred, you know, the inspiration so like, hey, yeah, maybe the Uncool Urban podcast don't need to be together. I was like, because if these guys who I know that Joe and Maul have been friends for 15 plus years, Rory and Joe have been friends for maybe about maybe 10 of those years or whatever. I don't know, because, you know, Rory's a, 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 a young bull himself. I think he like just turned 30 or something like that. So it's just because it's like, hey, you know. Sometimes friendship and business don't mix. You know, sometimes a lot of people say say maybe you shouldn't. Uh, Some pe- people say that hey, you shouldn't do business with friends. Uh, like me and Romel talked about it. It's not it's not that you shouldn't do business with friends. It's just that certain friends, you know, you shouldn't do business with, and that they should just stay friends. And there's certain friends that you can do business with. It's just also other factors that go into it about. If you were really friends from the get-go, like in case with us, the three of us, yeah, we knew each other before we started the Uncool Urban Podcast. <laughs> it was like, yeah, me, me and you were cool and getting to know each other because we, we we knew each other more. Uh, so I was like, uh, and then <laughs> me and Tim uh, friends from... <laughs> um, shit. I'm I'm gonna let you finish, but I got something to say. Go ahead. But uh, I was like, yeah, then you know, me and Tim being friends or whatever from living with each other. But me and Tim only became friends because me and Ryan are friends. <laughs> I started off living with Ryan first, and that's how I met Tim. Because you know, then Tim ended up moving in with us or whatnot, and came up with the podcast. We came up with the podcast idea, you know, and we we're like, hey. Let's do it, all three of us together. Let's see this out. But we never, all three of us, really built up the friendship ahead of time. So I was like, that. I would also say that was one of our knocks that we never really built up the friendship part ahead of time. <laughs> it's like y'all we would have actually. My voice. Y'all can't see my face. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's because, um, like I said, my uh, perception of it is real crazy i don't i don't like talking about it because basically josh can attest to this nothing i say is going to be the right thing nothing i say <laughs> it's all going to be wrong it's all going to be taken as something negative and i might get a backlash for it but not the truth be told was um you know he's being subtle with this i said it on many of episodes i'm like oh, i really only really rock with Josh like that, like me and Josh talk all the time. Like that's my guy, you know. Um, 
I tried. That's my that's that's my transparency on this. I tried. I was a hundred percent. And then um things happen. Um, like I said, I'm never gonna put nobody, I'm not gonna put all the business out there, but you know, things were going on behind the scenes, quiet as it kept. I never opened my mouth about it. A lot of people said, Why didn't you? And I said, Because I just always been a person that if it happens in the house, it stays in the house. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I never want to put him out there like that. I don't know if he put me out there like that. Um, I'll never know. I'm never going to ask because, again, why? But, yeah, that dynamic, us two as a dynamic never meshed. But me and Josh, it was like peanut butter and whatever Josh likes to put with his peanut butter sandwich. See, because he likes... Odd things. <laughs> oh no! Oh, you talking about something good? I thought you were saying you you and Tim were like peanut butter and sardines or something like that. No, no, no. I was saying I said me and him just didn't mesh. Um, but you oh, and me are like peanut butter. It's you peanut butter. Like peanut butter. Reese's cups. You know what I'm saying? I love Reese's oh, cups. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just he I said nutty bar. You know? it's 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 peanut butter and chocolate. I would never eat a diabetes sandwich from you. Um, <laughs> you putting too much on that sandwich. You put. Candies and cookies on your sandwiches on top. Oh, of no, I, no, I'm Only sandwiches I make are bacon sandwiches, you know, it's bread and bacon. Yikes. Um, I don't eat swine, but anyway, but no, that was just the whole thing with that. Um, that's why we're still rocking because it works. I mean, it just does. Um, but a lot of business stuff did not get done due to that. Like, y'all would have had way more. Oh, trust me. I had, like, a whole bunch of things. Merch, y'all would have had everything. It just didn't work out because, again, you don't want to put money. Because all money was going to do was make it worse. That's all money. Because I had the the premonition that that's all I was going to do is get bad. But, again, one day we can come to a common ground. See, so I can know what I did because... People think I'm playing dumb. Some may think I'm playing dumb and stuff like that. I really don't know what I did because, um, I again, I never really talk about it. But I came in. I gave y'all 60 minutes of my time, um, and I left. That's all I did every single time. Um, Josh can attest to this. I literally came in, did my, hey, um, this is Shaf from the Uncle Podcast, whoop-de-whoop, 59 minutes later. Um, me and my boy, um, my boy picked me up. I'm with him. We go get something to eat. He asked me how the show was. I tell him it was good. I come back at home, take care of my folks and go about my day. We do it again a week or two later. So, I mean, for me, my, my perception was I pretty much was out of the way. Um, but then, like I said, things just dissolved, um, again, Anybody who's looking to be mad at me, this was Josh's decision. Basically, I'm like, like I said, um, subtly on the first episode that we did this, I got on the phone. I said, yo, when are you picking up this Benny the Butcher vinyl that uh, you told me to order you because you didn't have the time to get it yourself before it sold out? And he said, yeah, um, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. But. I'm also getting in the show. And I was like, what? He said, hey, I got to go. And then that was the end of the conversation. I didn't know nothing else. 
<laughs> uh, it was not a conversation that had anything to do with the show. So again, if you've heard a different version of this story that, oh, it was me, I was angry, I was this, I was that, Josh can tell you a hundred times out of a hundred, Shout did the show. He didn't even talk to us after he left. He went home. <laughs> I get look, I, and I and I brought it up because I was looking at the Stone Cold um, biography about um, how Stone Cold really didn't talk to nobody after he performed or uh, whatever, what have you. I really would just give y'all the Steve Wise's classroom together, drink them, get a middle finger, do all the crazy stuff like that. And then boom, I get I get in my car, I'm gone. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time that's what's going on. Josh never said anything. Nobody ever said anything. It was just really that's how I operated. I wasn't trying to bump heads because that's just not me. Um, so yeah, when it comes to friendship and business, yeah, you gotta first of all, you gotta really be friends. Yep, that 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 because that, that's what I trying to get to like yeah again that's not a like i said it's not a jab it's the truth got to be friends that person and you that has to be and this is when you realize who your friends are um because your friends respect you has to be respected too um as you see me and this young man i don't know why i always call you young man you older than me but i just do um <laughs> Me and this young man, we get along. We love to laugh. We talk about the same things. Um, I basically throw lies to him. Sometimes he catches them. Sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> but it just works because there's a respect there as well. Um, the other project, just a lot of things getting lost in translation, lost in communication. So, yeah, yeah. this is my and this is going to probably be not probably this is definitely going to be my last time talking about it because it really still is uncomfortable for me because again and I don't you, know you already know I, I hate talking about it in in general <laughs> yeah because I still don't know yeah I'm still like confused on what happened because again I was talking about a final record and then I ended up being the end of a show so <laughs> but yeah, yeah just to just to, uh, just to wrap up the, the whole thing it's just like from my point of view, like I was like, all three of us have our own version of how we're gonna think about it. And I was like, but my point of view uh, at the end of it is just like, hey, it was a lot of things that all three of us could have did to change it from the beginning. A lot of things that all three of us could have said or done to make it better. So I was like, at the end of the day, we tried it. We had a long, in my mind, it was mind, a good run. It was, run. Good run. it was a good run. So. I was like, so I was like, I guess I was like, I've I've told uh, other friends like, hey, maybe one day the two of y'all can actually talk and meet up, and have your own discussion on on things. I was like, I I I told people I was like, I doubt it happens because I doubt neither one of you will reach out to the other. But you know, whatever. Actually, <laughs> actually, don't look look. See, and this is why I was going to segue into the last thing until you just said that. I was actually done with it. <laughs> you said that. I've always tried. It can be denial. It can be. No, I'm saying, I'm saying in the future, like, hey, like, even hey. in the future, I would still, yeah, make. I would still because at the end of the day, I still don't know what I did. I still don't know. 
Yeah. And that's just my honest opinion of it. And that's basically why I try not to talk about it because I'm like, I'm not playing innocent. I'm not playing <laughs> like I don't, like I'm not playing dumb. I'm really like I came in there. I did the show. I left. Where in there <laughs> was there something that I did? So, <laughs> so I was just saying, I was like, I was like, you know, down the line, maybe we'll, all three of all three of us will have an evaluation on what we all could have done done differently. So, <laughs> I was, anyway, I was, I, was like, I don't know what we could have done done now, but I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure on all three of our ends, it's something that we all could have done differently from the first issue, from the very first time there was an issue. Let me go ahead and uh, say this, and then I'm going to segue to the next thing. Maybe I shouldn't have said yes to that first episode. Anyway, the NBA Finals and the Cowboys schedule drop. Um, let me go on with these Cowboys. They playing my boy, Billionaire Tommy, a.k.a. Mr. What, Seven Rings in that thing? Tom Brizzle, Tom Brady, uh, the Bay Area legend, because he really is living like a Bay Area cat. Cause he's like an athlete that got a wife and a baby mama. Shout out to Tom Brady. Y'all don't y'all didn't know that, did you? He more hood than he looked. <laughs> Shout out to Santa Cruz. <laughs> Shout out to Santa Cruz, California. But I mean, yeah, that's the first Brown, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he learned he got hood lessons. <laughs> like I said, he, he shouted out. He shouted both out his baby mama and his wife. That's a cool dude. It's called Fifty Cent. He gots to. Oh, yeah. And um, him and Gronk, who I still have a problem with because I don't get it. I don't see how that man gets away with what he get with. But I do have my inkling, wink, wink, of how he gets away with stuff. Um, They be listening to Diddy. But, yeah, the Cowboys schedule look good. Um, I love how they drafted. Hopefully, but I'm looking at everybody who was on the defense that, um, congratulate those young guys for being drafted. And I'm like, you know, they're here to take your job, right? But go off. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking forward. So I'm looking forward to um, the Cowboys. But yeah, I'm just definitely looking forward to that first regular season game against the Buccaneers. That's that's my main one right there. <sighs> that's as much as I'm gonna talk about the Cowboys because Gerald Wayne Jones. Uh, I I don't trust you. Um, <laughs> and your son Steven. I don't trust neither one of them. <laughs> after after seeing the uh, schedule, what do you think that uh, the record's going to be? You know, eighteen games this year. Eighteen. No more eight eight seasons. What was going to be not? It was going to be eight nine. Was going to be now nine and nine. I'm playing. Like I said, um, I'm willing. I'm going to – I'm not calling playoffs. I'm definitely not calling that six ring. Stop calling that six ring. When it when it looks right, then it'll be right, and then we'll be back in, uh, in the Super Bowl. But I'm just happy to see these young guys and see what they do on defense because I want to say what – no, I'm not going to want to say. Uh, I'm going to say that for the past couple of seasons – the defense has been boo-boo. Everybody getting paid, but are they doing their job? That's and I'm just gonna thing. leave look, and I'm just gonna leave you with that <laughs> with that question in your mind. Everybody getting paid, but who working? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that's how I feel about the a lot of guys stop, stop stop working after they get paid. Boom. 
Somebody got franchise tag and stopped working. Uh, shout to uh, shout to the tank. Um, let's go to the NBA real quick. <laughs> Sorry, Demarcus, you had to catch it. You had to catch this straight, bro. Uh, <laughs> you had to catch one. But yeah, the NBA playoffs. First of all, shout out to my Dallas Mavericks for clinching the playoff spot, even though it was trash. Let me tell you why. No main play starter started at Toronto Raptors game. There was no Kyle Lowry. There was no Pascal Siakam. They had nobody. These fools almost got lit up by Malachi Flynn. And what's that other boy name? Let's just go by Malachi Flynn. Um, I forgot the other kid's name. But I just remember them from being on the Raptors 905. The Mavs almost got lit up by the G League affiliate of the Toronto Raptors, and that made me kind of upset being at that game. Um, (laughs) One guy had his family there. They cheering for him. Ain't that many people due to, like, um, the COVID regulations. So you could hear him. They got his jersey on in the back. One of them had his college jersey on, and they rooting for him. The young man ended up getting, like, 31 points because he knew his family was there, so he wasn't going to disappoint him. And he had all the minutes he he possibly could um, handle in there. But Luca was getting beat up. Um, <laughs> Luca was complaining, yelling. There was yeah, my man kept getting texted and kicked out. And man. Like, your boy been wild. Check it out. Check it out. So, again, not this ain't no brag. This ain't no cap in my rap. I sit behind the bench. My boy Luca. So I knew something was wrong because somebody, I think, like he either twisted his foot, somebody fell on his foot, but he took his shoe off and he kept like stretching his foot. And I'm like, man, I think this fool didn't hurt his foot. Or he got like some swelling or probably like a little sprain. And he played through that whole game. And he, he just kept falling. He was limping. He kept stretching. It, it was crazy. But the funny thing is about that game, my boy still got a triple double. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. But the other people, uh, the number, the number one seed, uh, I believe, is still the Phoenix Suns in the Western mm-hmm. Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, you talking about uh, the the Suns? Oh. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you said number one, yeah. I believe they're number one. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know, you know, the only, only team I, I care about <laughs> are the ones that's in that play in <laughs> your play hey. players, <laughs> depending, depending on what happened tonight. Because, uh, if if you know the them trailblazers lose tonight and the Lakers win, you know, we, we avoid that play in, you know what I'm saying. They still gonna be in that playing. <laughs> don't play look, don't play yourself. They're gonna be in that playing. <laughs> but nah, um, the number one seed is um Utah. Two is Phoenix. Fofo. They're playing right now. Uh they're currently up four points against the Spurs. All right, because the Clippers, they clipping. Um, number Trey is the Nuggets. Um Number five <laughs> is the Mavericks, and the six is the Blazers. 
So again, um, they're playing is looking like the Lakers and the Dubs, which all it took was Steph Curry to come back, which I'm not even mad at. I told folks, Steph Curry come back, start lighting it up. Warriors gonna be back. Um, like I said, they still missing my boy Clay, um, aka Dag's worst enemy. I don't know why she hate that man. <laughs> I don't know what Clay Thompson did to Dag, but one day she gonna look. I'm gonna like. Surprise to take it to like a Warriors Nets game or something and just sit there and be like, say, this is Clay Thompson. Tell him what's tell him how you feel. <laughs> I'm like, dang, did you have like money against like money on the Raptors or something? Like money on the Warriors and the Raptors won? Like, what happened? Mm. Was you on that Cleveland team in 2017? Like, what happened? I need to know. <laughs> Nobody should be this mad at Clay Thompson, but anyway. Uh, to the east, the number one contender is the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, which you knew. They had too many. I don't care how much sage he done burned, how many Ramadans he done took. You know, um, Kyrie, everyone going to miss no playoffs. Um, neither was the beard, and neither was my boy Kevin Wayne Durant. Y'all better put some respect on KD name. The third is, you know what's so sad? I have not been watching the Milwaukee Bucks this year. I have what? not been watching them. Yeah, like, I have not really <laughs> cared about. I've really not been caring about Giannis and them like that. They haven't I, really been talked about this year. I've noticed yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, you're like, eh. <laughs> Giannis is once he took look. Once he took it, look, he was like a cowboy. Once he took his money, you stopped caring. <laughs> once yeah, he I was, took it, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, well, once the hype of. Is he gonna sign? Is he not gonna sign? Once he took that super match, he was like, uh, oh well, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. And then that was it. But the fourth seed, this is how you know either the East them fell off, or maybe Julius Randle and them just that good. The New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are in the playoffs for the first time in forever. <laughs> I want to say 2013, but it might have been longer than that. <laughs> That's how I honestly feel about it. It might have been longer than that. Um, the fifth seed is a uh, good old Trey Young in those Atlanta Hawks. Um, then you got the sixth seed, Miami Heat. Bam, Bam, Jimmy and the boys. And then with the playing, you got Boss Tank and my boy, the Brody. And Bradley, you really should have came to Dallas. Bill and the Wizards with Rui and my other boy, Denny. Then you got the other cats in the play-in, um, the, which I'm still looking like. The Pacers? What the Pacers been doing? I mean, I saw it like when TJ was having them weird games where he was making like 50, 40 points a game. <laughs> like, what were they doing? Like, they, they were winning games? I was like, hmm. and they're going against the Charlotte Hornets, which has my favorite ball brother on there. Yeah, the good Lamelo, the only good one. <laughs> no, 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 Zoe, I'm sorry. Not to pick up in fantasy basketball. I picked him up, and he had been great for my team until he got until injured. He got injured. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to my young. Was- Shout out to my young bull. He was doing he was doing great for my team. That lingo. But um for sure. Um, but now in the playoffs, 
I already see Mass fans talking about we finna take the West. <laughs> In the words of uh Nick Knack Patty Whack, oh no, baby, what is you doing? Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, baby. Oh no, baby, what is you doing? Nah, bro. We ain't finna look me as an honest mass fan, bro. We got a lot of work to do. We gotta pick up some real, like, we gotta get that bench a little bit better, and we gotta see what this starting five gonna look like in the future. But I'm like, Lucas frustrated. Everything else is questionable. I'm not gonna get into it. Like, I love Chris Porzingis, so I'm not gonna talk about talk about shit, him or not. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about it. <laughs> and if you've heard me on Mass Podcast, when they've asked me about it, I've always avoided the question. I'm gonna keep avoiding it, even on my own podcast, because I like Chris Porzingis. I really think, you know what? I'm gonna cut myself off right there, because I, I have an opinion. But I don't blame him, and that's how I'm going to keep it. I don't blame him. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna, uh, mention real quick, you know, the fact that I was talking to, uh, you know, Ryan, my roommate, and I was, I was like, Ryan, I noticed you have not watched a game this season. He was like, Yeah, he was like, I literally have not watched a Mavericks game at all this season. He was like, I just really have not been feeling the Mavericks because any other time. He would in years past. He'd be like, "Josh, don't tell me the score. Don't, don't, don't say nothing. I ain't watched the game yet." Because he would pre-record the games and watch them like late night, overnight, or like the the next day. And Bob like, "Oh, did you see? No, shut up." This year, he's just like, "I don't, I don't care. You can tell me. Did they win? They lose? Whatever." Even uh, as I was getting like, I know they moving up. They moving up to the playoffs, and he like, uh, he's like, "Yeah, I guess I'll watch some games. You know, once the playoffs start, but." I was like, I was like, damn, like you really because I really know that I know, he I know what it was. Yet. I know what it was. His they, weird it looked <laughs> really no, it looked really bad at first. Even when like Luca was making game winners and stuff, it looked bleak. It like we was gonna be in that plan. So I totally understand. But yeah. me being the more analytical fan, I knew. Excuse me, like not only have we clinched the playoff spot as of the game on Friday, but we are the Southwood. We have won the Southwest Division. Hey. We are the Southwest Division champions. So hey. I said that in De- I said that like November, December. And the reason I said that because I really had to break down the um Southwest Division. Houston, I knew that was gonna dissolve. Yes. I, <laughs> I knew Houston was gonna dissolve, so I was like, they're gone. Um, as much as I like DeRozan, <laughs> yeah, as much as I, I mean, and I love Kevin Porter Jr. I like um, KJ Martin. Again, yeah. I covered I covered those guys via um, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers. Love those guys, but and they signed. They also saw my boy Armani Brooks, who was like the leading three point shooter. He had the most three pointers in um, the G League. This okay, yeah, I remember season. you telling me about that. I remember you telling me. Yeah, so. I'm like, I love those young guys after they finished that gobble, which they made it really deep. They went from like really to losing to just elevating, especially they made a few trades in the middle of the gobble. Anyway, all this stuff's on my YouTube. If you care, the young Corbin, it's on YouTube. But anyway, so I knew that was going to happen. The that Spurs, dope interview with Jeremy Lin. Well, you got a couple of them, but I got a couple of them. I got a whole bunch of them, actually. I just posted a couple. But anyway, um, <laughs> 
the Spurs, as much as I love DeRozan, as much as I love Pop, like what? LaMarcus Aldridge in the middle of all this retired? Right. Duh. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Look, I knew something was going to happen with LaMarcus Aldridge. I didn't know he was going to retire. I thought he was just going to get traded or something. But yeah, I knew I that, they weren't going to do nothing. They weren't going to do nothing. As much as Zion is getting this hype and Zoe and all those guys over there, no, I did not see this J.J. Reddick trade happen with Nico Melli and um, all this stuff. I didn't see that coming, but I knew they weren't going to do nothing. The Grizzlies, as much as I like um, Triple J and Ja, Ja's my guy. I told you Ja was going to be rookie of the year, and he was. Yeah, he's <laughs> he worked for my fantasy team, too, except for that period when he was out injured. Yeah, he came back balling in Kobe's. But anyway, mm-hmm. I knew they weren't going to do nothing. And I said, who does that leave? The Dallas Mavericks. I said, this is ours for the taking. Only the Mavericks could have messed that up. <laughs> like the Mavericks going Maverick, like the Cowboys going Cowboy? If it's Dallas, they going Dallas for real. Uh, <laughs> they going Dallas, they going to Dallas it up. <laughs> leave us disappointed. Um, but speaking of basketball, um, I want to get to oh, the WNBA. Oh. Also, What's real up? quick, I want to ask. I've been meaning to ask you what what have been your thoughts about JJ Redick since the trade? Is have they has he not really been playing? I was like, I know he ain't they really said, been playing. <laughs> yeah, I know they said he was sitting out the rest of the year. I'm like, is it because he just didn't want to play for the Mavericks, or what are your thoughts? That's how I've been. Man, thinking. he had like that one breakout game. Is he was he 100 percent when he was getting minutes? I do not know. I, like I said, um, as much as people try to act like I'm an insider, I'm not. I, I ask 100 questions all the time, and nobody ever answers them, even if they know. I could talk to a trainer, and they'll be like, I'm like, say, man, what's up with JJ? You all right? Oh, I don't know. I'm like, you work here. How do you not know? But <laughs> So, yeah, with that, I, I don't know. Um, I know he wanted to be in New York, well, Brooklyn in particular, to be close to his kids and stuff like that, but. Yeah, he was enjoying here. He was potting here. Um, gosh, again, he's a podcaster. He's the podcaster I'd rather have had over Danny Green. Matter of fact, if you remember, I told you before the season even started, he was on my short list yep. of veterans I mean, that I wanted. It was basically it was like two. <laughs> it was him. I was like either him or Chris Paul. Him or Chris Paul were the two that I wanted. Um and Chris Paul's been great for the Suns. And he has been great for the Suns. That's why I want him on the Mavericks because he would have been great on the Mavericks. But hey. Um <laughs> so yeah, with JJ, I just don't know. But speaking of Dallas, again, the WNBA is back. I'm excited. You know, I'm always excited for the ladies. I was I think I did one episode where I had the orange hoodie on. Um <laughs> so yeah, but they drafted well. I think um, the – I want to say the top five. For those that don't wings. know, it's the Dallas Wings. Yeah, the Dallas Wings. Yeah, yeah I, I said yeah, the Dallas Wings. I said, said the Dallas Wings. You said the ladies. No, I said Dallas Wings to begin it. I said speaking of Dallas, oh. the Dallas Wings. I did oh. say that. <laughs> I know what I said. Um, but the lady, um, the WNBA, I think the late, um, the Wings had – out of the top five, I think they had three of the top five picks. So Damn. they drafted very, very well. Yeah. Um, the one I'm looking forward to, 
as always, is the returning Arike. Uh, Satu Sabli is temporarily suspended due to the fact that she was in EuroLeague and she wasn't on a sorry team. Her team actually won the championship. So she just got back into town. I think she has to be down. She has to be off the team for like 10 days. Um, the other young lady that they got is from Finland, so she has to get a visa and everything like that. And she'll be joining the team as well. Nice. Uh, so, like I said, they drafted very, very well. Um, man, why can I remember her name? Like I said, it's so much information I'm trying to get out, even though we are like no longer on the hour restriction. <laughs> I still like, man, it's 101 names on my mind. Um, I noticed but, a lot uh, of. I was going to also mention to you, uh, I, I wanted to wait till we, we got on air to let you know I shot my shot at a WNBA player to have. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or, or not. It depends uh, on who it is. We'll talk about it off mic. But, yeah, Charlie Collier um, from Texas it was drafted by the Wings. So, again, she got to stay in her home state. Uh, hey. She had a very good first game against the L.A. Sparks, which I'm going to tell you all what I did. The Mavs were making me so mad <laughs> that in the middle of the game, I start, I got on YouTube and watched – the Sparks and Wings game. I said, somebody got to win. <laughs> so I watched a little bit of it. And like I said, I liked what I saw because still um, waiting for Mariah Jefferson. I think she played. I got to I gotta check the stats. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of great players on this team. Like I said, when Satu comes back, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. They got rid of my boy, my girl. I said I almost said my boy. My girl, Megan Gustafsson. I guess that's how you saying that. Yeah, yes, they cut her. Um, she barely got to play, so I'm just like, dang. They was hyping her up, but they cut her. Um, I think right before the first game. So, yeah, but then, but players to the teams to watch. I always watch the Aces because the Aces are the super team that you did not expect <laughs> after they left San Antonio and moved to Vegas. Um, I'm very excited for Candace Parker and Chicago for the Chicago Sky. Um, the Sparks. I know y'all like um, Tia Cooper for everything but basketball, but she actually is a very good <laughs> basketball player. So <laughs> definitely watch the LA Sparks. <laughs> definitely watch the LA Sparks. Again, the segue into that. The um, 2020 Basketball Hall of Fame was Saturday because I can't say yesterday because by the time they listen, this will be next Friday. But it was Saturday. And again, the whole aura, the whole energy was Kobe's really not here. Yeah. Um, I know <laughs> we talked about it off mic, but I was happy to hear about um, – KG, Tim yeah. Duncan. Um, man, I couldn't stand the Houston Rockets back then, but I like their coach, uh, Rudy. I can't think of his na- last name right now. I've never been able to say his last name. Um, the coach who was the Baylor coach, but now she's the LSU coach. She was um, 
inducted as well. Um, Tamika Catchings. Um, again, Indiana Fever legend. The the original 24 in Indiana before Paul George, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and of course, like I said, you had um you had the Bryant family there. Um there's a whole bunch of other people, but those are just the ones that stuck out to me. Um, I didn't really what also I was gonna say, um, remember I said I, I had a question that um I was it was a silly question. Oh snap. oh snap! Oh snap! I forgot about the 2020. Go ahead before I finish <laughs> my recap of the event. No, because my silly question was answered as you were talking. Because <laughs> I was like, "Hold on, wait. Why are they doing two different nights of the NBA Hall of Fame inductees?" And and then I was like, "Oh, these got because of Corona and all that. These guys were 2020, but because of Corona." <laughs> 2021, yeah. And today is 2021. 2021. Yeah, I wrote it down. It's like I wrote it because I was like, I was like, I wrote it in the notes. I was like, I was like, hold on, wait. So why did it say all these guys? I was like, why did it say all these guys together? Why are there two different nights with all these guys? They're all good. And I'm like, oh yeah, 2020, (laughs) and then. And then 20, tonight, because the night before the Friday was just them talking to everyone about who was going to be inducted in 2020 due to the fact they couldn't have it last year. Yeah. Um, so Friday was just them talking about the people who are going to be enshrined. Saturday was the actual ceremony. And today they were talking about who's going to be in the 2021, which will be announced later where that will be and how that will happen. But yeah, back to what I was saying about the whole night. I think everybody's speech had Kobe mentioned in it. Nice. Uh, I know I know Tim I know Tim Duncan's did. I know he talked about him. Um I li- I really liked what he said about Pop. Uh cuz I did not know that. Um Pop went to the Virgin Islands and basically kicked it with TD and his whole family. That's nice. And he said, no no coach has ever done that. Not many people would have done that. And I said, wow. Um, but Pop has always been one of, like, I always tell people, that's one of my hey, favorite he's my, he's my favorite coach. <laughs> he's always been one of my favorites. He's right up there with um, Phil. Even though some people have a problem with Phil. I'm like, eh. But that's with the, Phil. That's the wise like, one. Yeah, with Phil and uh, Don Nelson. For me, those are like my top three. Them, 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 some cold old white men right there. Uh, <laughs> I heard Tim so, Duncan has dreads or something now. Yeah, he got dreads. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna go for a story that John Wexler once talked about when he first met Tim Duncan. Man, Tim Duncan, outside of that Merlin tattoo he had on his back, when before he really started hooping and became like he got the fade, he got the little hair, basically the little barber college haircut and. Was straight laced, didn't say nothing. Yeah, man, he had like a tongue ring and stuff like that when he first signed to Adidas. Wow. So <laughs> Tim Duncan's always been kind of like a rock star. He just was a quiet one. <laughs> yeah, because somebody was like, "Yo, this nigga Tim Duncan got dressed." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, I gotta see a picture of of this." I was like, "This is just but yeah." Funny. He's been growing. <laughs> yeah, he's been growing him for a minute though. But um, again, uh. 
KG even mentioned Kobe. Um, and uh, thinking about his speech, period. I I just like his prep to pro story because KG really revitalized that uh, Timberwolves franchise. Yep. Um, I'm always gonna love that when he when he was with Adidas. Um, the first thing he said when he won that uh, championship, well, I think that was like what no eight. Anything is possible. <laughs> I'm always gonna remember that. So, um, yeah, it was like I said, KG's always been one of my favorite players. Gonna say, because people aren't watching it, like they don't see that the name you put up today was the big ticket. I put up the big ticket because again, I like KG. I like KG because he was basically a brother, like your hood cousin that made it to the league. But the yep. money didn't change him. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> ready to scrap whenever. Man, he was, he was wanting to fight you. I swear, I know, I know for a fact people gonna laugh when I say this. I know he dropped the M bomb on Dirk while he was playing him, and Dirk was like, "What did he call me? <laughs> what did he call? you already said? <laughs> but the, I'm not a yeah, hey, hey, hey. he calls everybody that." <laughs> that's what we call everybody i'm like dang was dirk that good <laughs> was dirk that good on offense well he said he was he said he was he's like man that's probably one of the toughest dudes i had to guard but um yeah i mean for me it was just three of my like the the main focal points were just three of my favorite players and like i said the thing that sucked to me the most was the guy that I was a fan of the most was not there. I, I'm going to be real with you. I had to listen to Vanessa's speech again later that night because seeing her there and she almost cried, that was one. And seeing Mike there and seeing the, you know, the kids and everything, I zoned out. I zoned out. I really... My mind just went to, okay, Kobe's going to come out any minute now. Kobe's going to come up there. He's going to give a speech. He's going to thank people that we may not have noticed. Uh, he's probably going to either – he's either going to thank Phil or he's going to throw a jab at Phil. <laughs> and um, we're going to laugh and, you know, this is this weird dream of him not being there. We're going to go to normalcy. And it didn't happen. Maybe make a joke about Shaq or something real quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shaq was there. You know, he would have thanked him because at the end of the day, uh, let's go back to earlier in the show. Sometimes those things um, that are publicly or privately done, they're overdrawn. They're over. They're over the top. Yeah. It's not as bad as you may think it is because those guys, after all these years, especially when they had that sit down. It was over. They was like, "Hey, we grown. We got kids. Yeah. We got families. It's hey." And Shaq, done. Shaq Sterling was like, "Yo, I literally texted Kobe that morning." He did, because Kobe had to hit him up, like, you know, hey, it was good. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they called him Uncle Kobe, just like you know. So, but anyway, that was probably the most surreal moment. It was cool seeing Michael Jordan come up there with, um. Man, Mike Mike was up there with a couple people. That's what made it. That's what, hold on just a second. That's what I love about our show. We can actually like take our time on this. 
not too much time, but but uh I, I can't stand I can't stand you dog. I can't stand you dog because look I just saw the picture of the hoop hall 21 cast with everybody with their jerseys and uh-huh. I said this will just ask this stupid question. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you made me look twice because I said, wait a minute. Why do those 2020 jerseys got 2021 on? I'm like, because I was like, I was like, hold on. I was like, they're inducting Kobe and them one night and then they doing Ben Wallace and them like the next time. I'm like, I'm confused. Aren't they all part of the same class? <laughs> Man, you had me like, looking. Man, you just I had like, me squint. Like, I was looking up the pictures and I was like, this fool just had me really looking. <laughs> I was like, I, was like I'm, I am so confused. So, are they? They're just announced. They're not inducted yet. Yes, um, I believe they're about to be though. But um, the the female coach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kim Mulkey. I'm sorry, but yeah, Kim Mulkey literally just led Baylor deep in the. Um, like deep in the um final four for the women's, I believe. Well, of course, we all know Arizona won. The Arizona Wildcats uh won the NCAA championship for the women's basketball. Um, but she had led them deep. Um, that's why all them young ladies pretty much got drafted in that Baylor team. But then right after they lost, she went to LSU. She didn't get fired, and she made sure you knew that in her speech. She just wanted to be at LSU. So that was her. That was Kim Mulkey's name. But anyway, yeah, you got Tony Kukoc going in uh, for 2021. You have Chris Weber and. Uh, I saw that uh, Chris Weber and Jalen Rose actually spoke for the first time They're on TV today. Yeah. I was, just, I was like, I, I, like, I got to check that out later on. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw it, and um, that Fat Five story is still crazy, but I'm not gonna go into that because then we'll be here for another hour. Because yeah, that was a good yeah that, that was a good team that that was the team that never was, but they're still a great team. They're still hip hip hop and black icons slash college icons. But anyway, um, like I said, you had C Web, you got Tony Cool Coach. You got uh Paul Pierce. I never hide it. I can't stand Paul Pierce. The only two people in the 1998 draft class I've ever acknowledged is Vince Carter and Dirk Nowitzki. I don't even look. I'll put uh who I forgot. Man, what was his name? The number one draft pick was uh what Michael Allo Candy. <laughs> I'll put him over Paul Pierce. <laughs> Anton Jameson, I'll put him over Paul Pierce. <laughs> the, crazy, the crazy part is like when, like when I was younger, like first getting into getting jerseys in you know, high school, I liked Paul Pierce, but it was like everybody in the older, had a Paul Pierce jersey, and it's just like the old as the years this woman was like, dude, you're a clown. <laughs> He's a clown. I, I told people from the jump, everybody thought I just hated the Celtics, or I just didn't like. And I said, like, no, I like Larry Bird. Um, I liked when uh, Sugar Ray was over there, Ray Allen, even though they hate him now. Um, I liked when KG went over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was happy. I was, I was like, I was like, oh, this, this, well, this, oh, this, this, this three, like, I was like, I was like, oh, that this is gonna be a nice, 
I was like, this is gonna be a squad. Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen. I was like, this, this is gonna be a squad. Paul Pierce? I ain't never been a fan. I've never hit that easy. I just never been a fan. It's some I don't know what it is about him. I just don't feel dude, man. He got you know, this uh, about him. <laughs> you know, my, my favorite Paul Pierce related video is what? Don't tell me that's stupid. The IG live video. No, uh, the uh, the one with uh, Jalen Rose, and they was comparing him to Dwayne Wade. He was like, Dwayne Wade, he's this rank, you're this rank. He has this many oh, rings, man. you have this many. Oh, when they pretty <laughs> much <laughs> told him he was a bozo, yeah, I'm yeah. And then, uh, what's that, Rachel Nichols? She she just in the back, I'm like, oh, damn, <laughs> oh. She's like, you bum. She's like, you bum. I was like, damn. I was like, her ad libs were like the best because she was just like, oh, damn. That stings. (laughs) Man, I wish I was at Bristol in Bristol, Connecticut that day. I would have slid out the back. And, and. They were like, he. I was like, Shy finally got to roast him in public. I was like, I told y'all, man, he a he a bozo, he a clown. I hate him. <laughs> they were like, sir, calm down. Like, no, no. But no, I just never felt Paul Pierce. Um, is he a Hall of Famer? Obviously, he is because he's going in this year. So, um, like I said, I've just never been a fan. Um, like I said. He tried to retract that he did indeed poop his pants. He tried to say he didn't. I'm like, nah, bro. We saw it. Boy, you pooped your pants and then tried to call it a leg sprain. And they carried your poopy behind in a wheelchair. And then you came back like he was five pounds lighter. And you came back and won that game. Because <laughs> you would have had a good old poop in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we know you took a shower in the back. Boy, you had to get that boo-boo off your back. Boy, you stop lying to me. He said them bubble guts was hitting during that game. He was man, like, oh, he must have had man, he must have had a, a grilled stuff burrito before that game, boy. <laughs> but anyway, um last but certainly not least, on in my book, the first undrafted player to ever be inducted. My man, Ben Wallace. Yeah. I used to be a big, big Wallace uh, fan. Him, him, the Wallace brothers, Rashid and Ben. Even though you know I was looking for Cleveland at the time because of LeBron James, it was like defense. I love, I love me some defense. Well, I could have told, well, I could have told you no three oh four when no Cleveland Cavaliers finna go to no finals. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> I just, well, I just, if you knew me, you would have been like, "Ain't no way he walking around Akron." In a uh, Detroit Pistons jersey, talking about they finna win it all. <laughs> yeah, I was like, cause I I, I used to want to have a Ben Wallace jersey, but it's like, yo, I can't I can't be rocking this at school and around folks. I can't be. Damn. I, can't, I can't I can't be doing this. Oh uh, no, nah, you couldn't have did that I, in the AK Ron boy. You'd have been looking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, but I, I used to I used to be in there like, yeah, let's go, Ben, let's go. I used to be hyped watching watching the Pistons. Uh, play except for when they play Cleveland because you know LeBron James but now the sick thing is the only thing I I loved the 04 championship for Detroit but the only thing I hated look I have it like this I hate you beat Kobe but I love that you beat 
Carl Malone because that's another player I can't stand. <laughs> I can't show Carl Malone for and and if you look at if you know why I don't like Carl Malone, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. I don't care what he did. I don't care about him putting a hand behind the head and making the dunk. I don't care about him and Malone. I mean, him and Stockton. I like John Stockton. I just don't see how he was around a person like that for that many years. But, hey, anyway, um, you also have Bill Russell, who was inducted as a player in 75, in 1975, being inducted as a coach now. So, like I said, it's a, it's a really good class. Again, they back-to-back good classes. Man, I'm trying to say 2022. We might have a Maverick in there. I gotta check. The, I gotta check the numbers. I gotta check the stats again. Cause I think it's three or four years. I think this is the fourth year. So I think if it's not 2022, it's definitely gonna be 2023. Um, I might have to go out to Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> I might have to pull up. I might have to pull up on my homeboy. <laughs> my namesake, my 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 brother that we talk about. That the Visky bloodline, I gotta, I gotta represent. <laughs> so in a couple, in a year or two, yeah, uh, 2021, 2022, y'all gonna see me wilding. But anyway, let's get to uh, the Cali album. Um, we both were saddened <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. We both were like, uh, well. Maybe because, like I said, um, Grateful and all those albums, um, Father of a Side, those albums were good. Mm-hmm. And then you get to this one, it's like, you named it after yourself and you just, this is it. <laughs> you don't think too highly of yourself, do you? <laughs> you <don't think> too- <laughs> it's kind of how I felt about the album. You don't think too highly of yourself. Of course... Um, everybody's favorite song is um the song with Nas and Jay Z. And I'm like, you kind of forget that the other songs are on there. No, I um there's another song we were talking about. Grease with, uh, fire. We going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we going crazy. We talked about that, but I can't really count Grease and Popstar because them songs have been out for like what a year. Yep. So I can't count those, but the ones that um, I know we both said we liked, every chance I get was kind of good. Um, Cardi B, I would have ch- I would have saved the big paper for myself. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on that album. I would have saved that for myself. I would have been like, it's going on my next album. I'm just gonna hold this real quick. Oh, uh, and you know she said that she did that like last minute. She was like, I literally did that part like two days before <laughs> the album was due. There you go, because I would have. I know she probably said that. I'm like, I should keep this for myself, because I actually did like Big Paper, but again, I was like, Cardi, you wasted it on this album. Why? Well, because she she said she said she didn't think he was. Um, it was that she didn't think it was that good. She didn't think he was gonna actually take it. I was like, what? I was like, you thought that? Um, was- I'm telling you, I would have kept that in the vault. I would have dropped it as a single. I wouldn't have wasted on the, on that album, but. That's just me. But like again, the highlight is sorry, not sorry. Nas and Jay-Z. Um, Jay-Z forever reminding us that uh we all have genius level talent and that uh he's a billionaire. What would you rank sorry um, in in their collabs? Ooh. 
of of Nas and Jay Z. Yep. Okay, because I was about to say oh, Jay Z and uh, Khaled. I was like, you know, he ain't beating. I got the keys. Um, <laughs> um, there. For me personally, Black Republicans is always going to be undefeated. Wow, you're probably the first person to say that. Because I, I like I, sorry. More people like sorry, not sorry. No, they uh, they said they like um, the other one, success. Success from uh, American Gangster. Yeah. Mm, nah. Black Republicans black, black, ah, black Republicans off of Hip Hop is Dead is way cold. Maybe because it was the first one for me. I don't know. But for me, I just feel like they just went so hard. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, how, it's how Jay wrote that beat and when the piano came in a little bit in there. Yeah, he, yeah, go back, y'all. I know y'all like success. It sounds nice. Um, Nasir went in, but uh, listen to Black Republicans again and tell me Jay Z didn't go hard. <laughs> tell me Jay Z didn't go in on that. So that's my personal opinion. I like. Um, I would probably put Black Republicans success in this. Sorry, not sorry. Um, for me personally, I would probably say success. Sorry, not sorry. Black Republicans as of right now. I look as overall like music. Musicality wise, sorry that sorry is not like super overwhelming, but lyrically wise, I'm like, yo, this was top notch. They had killed it. I was like, I love Nas was nice. You know, I was like, I was like, I was like, I love my my older rappers sitting there speaking on that success and the braggadocious and everything. It was like, yo, I love this. Now, Khaled album wise, I'm like. Mm. Y'all both have given him better songs than this right yeah, here. Because like yeah. Nas' album done was bet was good. Yeah, and like I said, I got the keys when it comes I to James like Kelly's undefeated. That's undefeated. You can't mess with that. But oh, I'll I'll, I'll re rank them real quick. I will put okay. Still Black Republicans first. I'm sorry, y'all. Go back and listen to it. You can disagree with me if you want to, but Jay Z didn't have to go that hard. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. Second, because I do like when Nas finally tells you, like, yes, I have all these investments. I'm doing my thing. That's why I mean, you don't have to hear from Nas because he's a real businessman. Yeah, this ain't this ain't young Nas still living in the Queensbridge projects. This ain't that guy. This is this is an older, more mature Nas, and um, then success. And it's not a knock to success. The success does not suck. It's not a bad song. It's just for me, it's not better than those two. Yeah. Uh, also, I was gonna ask you. Uh, I guess take it out. Pop star and Greece. I know it'd be kind of hard with this Khaled album. Can you name? I guess not even in order. Just your five standout tracks from the Khaled Khaled album. Okay. Outside of sorry, not sorry. That's one. Um, you got. We going crazy because her just her her kind of saved him on this album. Yeah. <laughs> Every chance I get, um, again, I like Big Paper because I really do believe she should have saved that for herself. Um, I don't even know if I named five yet, but that's of three. course the that's three. I said we going crazy. Every chance I get. Sorry, not sorry. All right. So if I had to name. If I had to just pick 
I did it. I actually did not think I would ever like a song with Posty and Megan Thee Stallion on it, but here we are. Um, and of course, the one that I told you I kept playing because it was like outside of Sorry Not Sorry was the only other good song was Where You Come From. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Because hey, like, like we talked about uh, before, he kill it when it comes to the, the, the Jamaican reggae vibes. That, that song always is going to kill it on a Khaled album. Oh yeah, because he's always gonna get like Buju Buju Baton. He's always gonna get uh, Popcon. He's always gonna get the best Jamaican artists, reggae artists that he can find. But the rest of this album, yeah, I could have deal with that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would say my five would be every chance I get. That yeah. that'd be one. Um, we going crazy. Because uh, I, I I love I just love the the Migos ad libs and like I keep saying my man Takeoff is the best the best lyrically of the the Migos because my man had more. I, I don't think that's a hot take. That's a fact. But go ahead. <laughs> no, I, no, just I, I've been saying it for years. I was like, oh, this, this, me too. But uh, Quavo uh, yeah. just more icy. He's just more shiny. That's all. Yeah, he just, go ahead. he just the superstar, bro. Yeah, every chance I get, we going crazy. I did it. Um, what's the other one? Every chance I get, we going crazy. I did it. Sorry, not sorry. And big paper, yeah. Oh, we both said this about uh <laughs> oh. I, 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 I didn't like the the Meek Mill, Bryson her track. I was like, eh, nah. The Justin Timberlake one was a surprising one, but I was just like, nah, I'm cool on that. Yeah. This is my year. Me and you talked about it. It's just like, I I would from looking at who was on, I was like, oh, I'm gonna love this. But then I don't I didn't like the way Ross came in. It sounded like Ross just kind of just Yeah, I was about to say this and, is my year. I was like Yeah, this was so, when he was uh still doing coming to America some. <laughs> that must be when he recorded that. He was busy saying ki aki. <laughs> oh, he was too busy doing that. I would also say, well, I actually kind of like I like the the let it go. I was like I was like twenty because twenty one. He killed that that verse. I was like 21. I did like this. But speaking of twenty one, twenty one, dropped um a small EP for the Saw soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how'd you feel about that? My man doing big things out here. Uh, yeah, young bulls on. Yeah, he put the, the, the young bull. That might have to be the name of the episode, Young Bulls. <laughs> He's gonna call everybody, everybody Young Bull. What's up, Young Bull? <laughs> uh, I would say uh nothing against 21 Savage, but I was disappointed to see that it was four tracks. So I was yeah. like, I was like, four tracks. <laughs> this is a soundtrack. <laughs> But I gotta give him props. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, but I also gotta give him props for the fact that he put on his young bulls, like we just said, (laughs) and the fact that yo, you got a soundtrack for a major movie. I don't know how many people are gonna go see the movie. How many people how the movie is quality wise? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But the fact that you even got this, and then you got the I saw the dude who originally did the saw thing was like, yo, yeah, twenty one seven his crew took my original theme song and they remixed it and made made a, a hot new joint. I was like, that that's big right there. So I was just, hey, I gotta give them props on that, but it's just 
overall, I was just kind of just disappointed it being four tracks. But I was like, I, li- I liked, uh, I liked, uh, I would say about two other tracks, maybe two and two and a half. I was like, cause I like, I like young, young nudie. I was like, he, he out here doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, I like him too. He, he don't. Yeah. So, but I was like, yeah, overall, I was like, eh, eh it was cool. I, I'd ra- I would have rather had more songs from 21 Savage. <laughs> uh, I, I can't, I'm getting, I can't wait to get to the rest of these. Um, Migos joint, um, finalist to it. It was Migos. I can't really say, oh man, this was incredible. It was, it was the Migos. Yeah, I was like, that's how I felt about this warm it was it's a, a good warm-up warm track. Too. I was like, to say that we're still a group. <laughs> That's pretty much it. We're still rapping, guys. I was like, all right, quality. Quality music is still here. <laughs> Ain't there straightening, straightening. Living on straightening, straightening. Yes. That's a, yeah, straight. Yeah, straightening was straight. Pretty much how you yeah, it was, to it describe was, it. it was I was straight. like, I, I, I wouldn't say it was bad. It was wasn't amazing, but it was, it was straight. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna see how I want to do the next two. Um, because I don't. No, we'll save Nikki for last. But I love the T Pain and Kalani track. It was dope. Um, we say this. We've probably said this multiple shows. We're gonna say it again. T Pain is one of the most, and I'm starting to see it now more. So our campaign is picking up. T-Pain is probably one of the most underrated artists of all time. He yeah. is so talented. I was like, going to uh, say also real quick, I saw was it um, Mike Peasy. He he, tw- he tweeted out, he was like, it is very weird the fact that T-Pain is a year older than Bow Wow, but a year younger <laughs> than J. Cole. And he's been singing up, he was singing about Buying him a drink before he was even legally allowed to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show I was like, that is weird. Speaking of this, speaking of that, I like that basically sample Shorty Snapping, aka Buy Me a Drink. Mm hmm. It made, made a whole <laughs> new fire track. At first, I, at like first that I thought it was going to be a Kaylani track featuring T Pain. I'm like, oh, it's a T Pain track featuring, featuring Kaylani. So I was like, I'm yeah. like, I'm I'm not as upset about seeing that. I was like, he remixed this. When well, I first heard it, I was like, wait, 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 hello. Then I was like, I'm I'm already snapping, and all of a sudden, T Pain, of course, again talented. He was floating on it. Then when you hear Kalani, it just sounded so natural. Yes, but I just love I just love Kalani, even though I say I'll say what I gotta say about Kalani off of Mike. Um, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say what I gotta say. <laughs> hey, I, I'll say it. Kaylani is beautiful. She's probably the only tatted up female I even thought is even beautiful because it's like, for me personally, too many tattoos on a woman just kind of just turns me off. That's but when one, I see, that's but when one I see of Kay, the things I was gonna say. But when that's I see, Kay, I but when I see Kaylani, I'm like, oh my goodness, girl. Um, I am I am sorry that all those men prior like just didn't do you right. Like I'm so sorry. I'm I'm really sorry they, they didn't do you right. I love you, Kaylani. I love I you too. Okay. 
Where's the album? I'm, I'm ready for the next album because I know you said you were going to give us deluxe, and then you said that we're not going to get the deluxe because the extra songs you were doing kind of seemed like they weren't in the same vein as the last album, which your last album was great. It was one of my favorites from 2020. But I, I need this next album, Kaylani. I love you. Okay. Can't I love wait. you. Can't wait for the next one. But speaking of female artists, Nicki Minaj <laughs> surprised us. <laughs> you saw it. You saw it. Oh, it's no. true. Oh. Oh, because I'm not about to go in on Nikki today. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, I'm not. I promise. I'm not. Because I actually love this project. That's why I was happy that it came out. Um, Nicki Minaj um, was saying that she was back. But we're all thinking, oh, a new album. Right. Um, I'm going to be real with you. If it was a new well, album. No, only on you. Because if it was a new album. Only one of us would have listened. Um, <laughs> so, Nicki Minaj uh, came out with "Be Me Up, Scotty." She basically now it's on streaming. Now it's on all streaming platforms. But she added, "You can." We're gonna put in quotations five, but in reality, it was like two or three new songs. Um, the first one being a Young Money reunion of sorts. Um, seeing Green featuring Drake and Lil Wayne, which yeah. was definitely a song I put on repeat because we've already ranked it off mic. But I'm gonna let you go first because I'm gonna I'm gonna break down this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna break down my rankings because it's so. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> Aubrey's not fair. Let's put it like that. Aubrey is not fair. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna let you rank them. Well, my my ranking for the verses, uh, personally, was Drake, Wayne, and Nicki. Uh, I think I think you said you, you had the same same rankings. I think yeah, right. What was it? I I said Drake, Wayne, then Nicki. Oh oh yeah, exact exact one, <laughs> exact <laughs> one. Um, uh, I would say she had tweeted about. She redid her verse like seven times, and she admits that she wa- she got washed. I'm like, I wouldn't admit that I did this seven times. I wouldn't admit that I redid my verse seven times, and I still got washed. <laughs> Man, look, listen. listen. I would not have said that at all. <laughs> listen, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do I, how do, how do I, how do I, as much as I liked her verse, like I said, I liked her verse, but again, Wayne went classic CMB, uh, YMCMB Wayne, but Drake started off by saying this, I'm still putting up numbers on double crutches. Right. It was over after that. <laughs> the song was over after that. It was like, oh. This is about to be the hardest stuff you ever heard. And I just kept listening back to the point. I'm like, he started, I'm like, he must have handed in his last. <laughs> There's no way Nikki heard his and was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just put my verse on it. No, you couldn't have. You couldn't have heard that and just wrote and wrote what you wrote and then added that too. 
Wayne and Drake. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, like, there's no way you 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 watched yourself on purpose. <laughs> there's no way you watched yourself on purpose. So yeah, that's I like, how I felt I, about I, that. I like, I'll give it to Russ. I was like, okay, I'll just say I guess because you, you've been rusty, you haven't been in the studio. I said that like again, she went off and once her verse ended to say I'm still doing numbers on double crutches. I just leaned back in my chair and was like, oh, Nika, you messed up. <laughs> you messed up. You messed up, girl. You should um, look. Hey. And I'm going to explain. And then we're going to get to the final thing so we can go ahead and wrap up this show. We done, For the first time in a while, we're going to get y'all two hours of this art. Um, I don't hate Nicki Minaj. It's just that after a while, she started chasing the pop charts to the point that she, like, everybody said, she was still rapping, bro. You missing out. I was like, but that's not what I heard. That was ruining it for me. And I like Moment for Life and stuff like that. Again, that's because of Aubrey. Um, <laughs> he hey, went hard on that. I, I made a whole um, video my senior year of, College, like dedicated to like friends and family that helped me make that with that was it. The song has the background for life, yeah. For life, mm. uh, <laughs> interesting factoid. Um, but yeah, man, like pink print, all this. I didn't get to listen to it, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. But like, beam me up, Scotty Nikki. Um, the guest verses she had on like the young money compilations and stuff that was hard. When she got to her album, she tried to cater to the pop charts. And I was like, this ain't it, Nick. I thought you was new Lil' Kim. I was like, the only time I seen Lil' Kim on some pop chart chart stuff was when she did that old Navy commercial. And she said, you in the hood now, baby. And that was it. But if you listen to her album, she was still talking about um, tucking the blicky under the dress. I, that's it. That's what I thought we was going to get. <laughs> and Nikki didn't never deliver that, so I never listened to her albums. That was what it was. It was never. She had some hits and misses throughout the career on the yeah. album. I thought she was the new Lil Kim. I was wondering why they was beefing. And then I used to look at everybody, and everybody's like, "Why you? Who you think, Lil Kim or Nikki?" I said, "Lil Kim," because Lil Kim, Lil Kim, act like she still got shooters around. Nikki, I, Nikki hanging out with Mariah Carey. I don't know if Mariah Carey got shooters. <laughs> and that's how I felt about that. <laughs> so that's just always been how I feel about Nikki Minaj. It's not, I don't think she's a bad artist. I don't think she's a bad rapper. I just don't like that. That's this that's her approach. After a while, that became her approach. I didn't like it. That was that's all it is. It's never been a real beef. It's never been like I don't I think she's a bad artist. I just really like Nikki. You can actually spit. Why don't you spit? <laughs> that's also I was like, it, it was some on, on, on the albums. I, I'm gonna have to make you a, a like a Nicki Minaj playlist or something of the songs that you where it's actually miss. like not that pop crap. Where is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I need I'm, I'm like, because that's what I need. I need her to. I like when she murdering stuff. 
Yeah, but I don't, I know she got a, a album, a new album in the works. She got a documentary in the works, and then she got, uh, I think, like a TV show or something on Netflix in, in the works with Kenya Bear. So you know, and she a new mom, new wife. So hopefully, this this new revitalized energy that we heard on Seeing Green and on Fraction is just what we hear on the new upcoming album. I don't, I don't want to hear any more beefing with. Uh, Cardi B, but I also don't want people to. Well, say- actually, she t- she addressed that too on CN Green. She still said they are copying her. They copying her homework or whatever. Well, she's still beefing. I also don't want people to take that. I was like, I don't know if she is or not, but I was like, I also don't want people to take like every single thing that she says as she's throwing shots at Cardi. I'm taking it as a shot at uh, Cardi as well as other female rappers. Um, you could listen to, to Josh's take on that. I was like, wow, you still saying they're copying you, huh? I yeah. bet. So, yeah. We- <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, you got- she, most li- she most likely is. I'm, she, I, I'll probably ask Cardi, and she like, she probably would say, hey, yeah, fuck that bitch still. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that's, I'm like you, you have to tell me that wasn't, this ain't no pun. You talking about that wasn't petty. That was petty, bro. It, it was. That was, but, uh, that was petty. When I heard that line, I listened to it I listened to it back because I was like, am I tripping? <laughs> are she still talking about how these women are copying her? And that's exactly what she said. And I said, hmm. She's still talking crazy about Cardi and the rest of these ladies out here. All right, then. All right, then. You don't want no friends. But, you know, <laughs> Peace and blessings to Car- uh, to to Nikki because you know she she also just recently lost her father in a hit and run accident and and all that mm. you know uh so but I, 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 think that, I think that happened on April Fool's Day I think it was man yeah it was yeah, it was but uh, oh Nikki been going through it for a minute but God but you know how, you know how yeah, about that other thing that other family member you know that, yeah uh, that foo foo there's not look, there's not what we're talking about on this show. We just look, that's what you got Google for if you want to know yeah, what we're talking you, about. You don't, you don't um, do your Googles. <laughs> do your Googles in the words of uh my boy Fredro Star. <laughs> that's my favorite quotable from that man is do your Googles. Um <laughs> but last but not least. Funny, he does like this dude. You you really had a whole saying that people still do to this day. People man, do your Googles is like the hottest thing. I still man, anytime I'm like, hey man, you don't know what I'm talking about, man. Go do your Googles. Do Googles. <laughs> and there's so many people out here who don't even know who originally said it. <laughs> I was like, like Fredro Star. I like nah, that was Fredro Star Q from Moesha. My boy from like, who, uh, Sunset Park. Star? What? What? Mo, that, that, that old show with that old R&B? Or, like, uh, shut up, you kids. I said, I said damn, damn y'all I like Sunset Park is everywhere, man. <laughs> you can go see Sunset Park. Wherever. Onyx? Onyx? You ever heard of Onyx? <laughs> <laughs> Onyx? They're like, nah, I ain't never heard of that. I was like, you ain't never heard of Shorty? You talking about the Pokemon with the yellow jacket? <laughs> the yellow jacket. Come on, man. He had the yellow double down. I'll never forget. Um, he was in Light It Up too. With Usher. <laughs> don't let me look, look, don't let me go down the the filmography 
of young Fredro Star, the actor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. Do Your Googles. Like, do your Googles on that acting career, boy. He was in a lot of my favorite movies growing up. But anyway, last but not least, speaking of DMX, I mean, speaking of like Onyx, Fredro, the DMX album in that same rough New York her type of vibe. <laughs> we got the, um, his last, you want to say his last album or his posthumous, yeah. posthumous, I don't know how to say that word. I've never known how to say that word. I just I'll, see it a lot. I'd rather just say last album because he did finish it before. At least he, he did his part before yeah. uh, he died. I was like, because either way it was going to come out either way. I would say, I would so, say last album. Ex- Exodus. But the whole thing I think is called Exodus 1-7. One, one seven. Yep. So um you got 13 um got 13 tracks. Uh it's a lot uh, uh, speaking of which earlier we talked about Jay-Z and Nas. We're about to see where this Jay-Z and Nas collab ranks with DMX on um Bath Salts. Oh, you yep. got of course uh Rough Riders, you got the Locks and Swiss Beats, got Money Bag Yo, Alicia Keys. Um, YouTube's Bono, yep, is on here. You got my, you got my boys Griselda Gang. You got Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway. You got Nas um, again. You got Exit, yeah. You got Exodus Simmons on there. You yep. got Snoop Deal Double G. Uh, you got Usher. Yeah, uh, I'm very interested. Oh, I forgot Weezy F Baby. Mm-hmm. F is for phenomenal, even though F is phenomenal spelled with a PH, but go ahead. Um and, you know, everybody <laughs> gonna cry that, you know, everybody gonna cry on that, that prayer at the end. Everybody gonna cry on that one. Man, that man, the first um we're gonna talk about this in um a future episode of the classic experience, but I still remember um the first time I heard the prayer on uh not as dark as hell is hot. Um, flesh in my flesh, man. I could. I'm probably gonna end up playing the vinyl <laughs> like right after we get off here. Um, but that man knew that. Like um, they said at the um, oh. service, that man knew God. And every single um, prayer, like my friend who went to his last show here, he said, "Yeah, he ended with a prayer." Yep. He said, "That's what he said." He's like, "He ended with a prayer." He said, "I remember it, it was like brought tears to my. Eyes. It was pretty, it was pretty dope." I was like, "All right, I believe you." <laughs> yeah, and I also wanted to mention uh, for a lot of folks that saw the track list and heard originally, he said that there was going to be a pop smoke feature. Swiss Beats did come out and say that the track with Money Back Yo was originally the pop smoke feature, but because of clearances and stuff, uh, they couldn't get it done in time for the album to be um cleared out and he mentioned that maybe hopefully uh they might discuss you know a deluxe edition or like stuff like to come out a little bit later to give them time to try to get the to drop it as like a remix or something yeah so uh uh, so i was like i was like that i was like oh i'm interested to to hear this now to hear like damn this would have been a perfect pop smoke Song to have him on, so I'm interested to hear this this DMX and Money Bag Yo track. 
Man, uh, rest in power to Pop Smoke too. Yeah, and Man. Swiss also mentioned that that album that the little baby and um little Dirk album was supposed to come out the same day, but they pushed their album back um, out of respect for DMX. So shout out to them for like, hey, you know, we're gonna let the dog have his day. We're not even gonna overshadow that and just step back. So shout out to them. And uh y'all young bulls are smart. Don't mess up your bag. <laughs> we gonna keep saying that young y'all young, young yeah. bulls smart. They just mess up their bag. They knew what <coughs> what nobody gonna listen to their stuff over no DMX that day. Yep. <laughs> it was like, ain't nobody gonna. I was like, my record, my record sales look crazy. I'm like, man, y'all released the same day as DMX. And then you don't want people who will be mad, like if they just happen to sell more, and they're like, oh, see, y'all knew y'all should have moved that. I'm back. Yeah. Y'all trying to overshadow what he doing is like y'all great. Y'all y'all what's popping right now? Y'all know y'all gonna have number one. So just yeah, go on and put, push it back a week or two, whatever. Give y'all more times to uh, a couple more weeks to polish it up or whatever. Maybe add another track or two. So yeah, it's gonna like I said. Um, I can't wait for that, man. I'm just tired of all this. You know, all the people I done listened to growing up. Uh, same play hoops or something. It's just every every year for the past couple of years it's been something. Get yep. tired of it. But yeah, that's the end of episode two. We gave y'all two hours of this work. Um, well, we might chop it down. <laughs> I don't know how Josh's vision will be because we uh yeah, I mean we I had fun because this is the first time we actually got to let loose. It didn't feel like um Rushed, you know what I'm saying? Rushed. Um, secondly, <laughs> this is another accomplishment on this hundredth episode. This is the first time we actually covered everything on an outline on the outline. Right. Y'all just don't know how much y'all missed out on <laughs> through the year, yeah, we, two we, years. We have never covered everything on outline. <laughs> Cause it's like, oh, we run out of time because we're paying for studio time. Hey, y'all never know. Yeah, for the for the in studio episode, y'all might get a couple. Y'all might get that once or twice more of like, y'all y'all not gonna know that we didn't cut some shit off the outline. Yeah. <laughs> we're probably gonna yeah, them out them studio them in studio is gonna be a lot different. So yeah. y'all gonna be like, why is this one an hour? Because we only had an hour. Um, <laughs> But so, the, I was like, we're probably gonna do that for like special guests. Them special yeah. guests, we do them in studios. But these we're gonna have like two hours. Yeah. So yeah, yeah like I said, the whole format's gonna change. Y'all, y'all just rock with us. We know a lot of other podcasts they do longer than that. So you never know. We 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 might get to that one day. You know, but that's just, what comes with building up that chemistry and the topics and all that and everything so yeah because like i said you heard as we was laughing we was making jokes and all that stuff like that there so yeah we just gonna be letting it flow from now on we ain't gonna be uh, we're not gonna be constricted plus i know our our internet probably right now was like yo this bandwidth y'all using is man we don't man it's probably pooping his pants like paul pierce right now so much going on (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's I'm in my show right there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's a great way to end it right there. <laughs> it is. So, um, again, theuncorbin.com still in development. Um, my boy Adam said he got me. He done gave me every single um 
I ain't gonna talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but um, like I said, follow us on social. I shot versus smiles on uh Twitter. Uh, you got music impulse on everything. You got the uncle urban on everything. Uh, we're gonna do the real like role where we just basically say all this stuff at the end. But for now, like I said, if you're following us, keep following us. If you know someone who's not following us, tell them to follow us. So basically spread the word. We got more things in the works. Yeah. Um, and that's Give that. Give us feedback. Give us feedback. Give us like feedback. It. We definitely want feedback. Um, Josh is the more social on social media. Uh, I ain't going to lie to you. If you're not talking to me about Mavericks or sneakers, I'm probably not going to hit you up too much. Uh, I'm not really on Instagram like that. I think psh, I post every few weeks, if not every, if not once a month. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, Twitter is really my thing. That's because most people don't have my number because I don't give a number to everybody. Um, So I just use that. But, yeah. Like I said, um, you see us in the streets. We, as long as you ain't trying to do nothing corrupt, uh, we go dap you up, show you love for showing us love. And uh, this is episode two. We did it. Yeah. In the words of Biggie, and another one. I can't believe it. And we out. And we out.